Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan, and with me is in the dark. I'm dark? <laughs> a little bit. Am I less dark? Wait, hold on. We can fix this live there. Maybe I'm not less dark. I'm bright now. You're I'm bright Jesus. Now. <laughs> Usually you're super bright, but today you're dark. I don't know. I have all my normal lights and stuff on, but I guess they're not powerful enough today. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're lowering the power because I'm taking too much power. You're taking too much power going into cyberpsychosis. <laughs> exactly, cyberpsychosis. Brian's favorite kind of psychosis. Yes, it's my, uh, obviously it should be everybody's <laughs> favorite. <laughs> so, at the top of the show, David, we talk about the news. Well, not really even news. We don't even talk about news. It's kind of just like things that have happened. I things, say this every things time. That have, things that have happened that may not be super new, but it's... It's something we haven't talked about on here before, or it's an update to something we have talked about. Something that piques our interest. How about that? How about that? That's a good way to put it. Uh, I don't have the widow speak, though. Kind of, not really. What is it? What? (laughs) Anyway, we're going to go right past that and go into our first block of news. Google Stadia, David. Our favorite streaming platform for games. The number one gaming platform. (laughs) <laughs> yes. They decided to sunset uh, Google Stadia in January. This is a couple of months from now. So I feel bad for the seven people that were using it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I really feel bad for the guy who, like, put thousands of hours into Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's all... Oh, there's just... a guy? Oh, yeah. You can't do anything about it? I don't. I don't know if you can transfer your. I think it's just all gonna just go poof. His his thousands of hours in Red Dead Two is just gonna go away. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> wow, really? Thousands? He has thousands of hours. I in saw it? an article at, soon after Oof. the announcement that like there's a player that's put a ton of time in the Stadia's version of Red Dead Two, and they are gonna have a really bad time when that uh, goes away. They're gonna have to start all over if they're gonna. I wouldn't want to start over. If I put thousands of hours into something, and somebody says, oh, you just have to start over. Maybe can, like, Google or somebody help him transfer his account? Just just send him a zip file of his save so he can just... Yeah, it's there. They have it. They have the ability to do this. We have the technology. Well, no, but, like, like, uh, saves are weird on consoles. I mean, it's not like a computer where you can just plug in your save. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you can get the. It's not like this is an impossible task. It's, this is it can be done. It might be impossible. Who knows? It is Google Stadia after all. It might be impossible. And the, the, I think I think the <laughs> Google sad- Stadia changes the rules. <laughs> no, I think I think the saddest thing about the Google Stadia thing uh, uh, dying is that like before, it, as soon as it was announced, I was like, yeah, this isn't going to last long, and. I, I guess it technically lasted. It lasted longer than it, than you think, I bet. I, I, it lasted longer than I thought, but, like, its death, its death was definitely inevitable. And I called it before, like, as soon as they announced it, I was telling my, my friend at work, uh, Andrew, I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to last. <laughs> There's no way this is going to take off. No. I, I think the only thing that gave it legs as long as it did is was COVID. Because PlayStation... Couldn't get it. You couldn't get it. Xboxes were also very difficult to get, and Stadia was probably like the one way you could probably play games. 
From and a Hull. computer to build costs seven thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I I feel like uh, while the PlayStation was impossible to find, Stadia was probably the way to go for people who didn't have a PC or wanted newer games on a newer generation of consoles. Yeah. Well, it's it's dead now. It's dead uh, now, and that's <laughs> they have a developer who's supposed account. to release a game in November, and they didn't even know that Stadia was going away until the worldwide announcement. <laughs> So you know, gotta love. Oh, that sucks. Gotta love it when you're, you know, the person you're developing for just doesn't tell you anything about the state of but the product. Keep in mind, though, uh, they they had like this guy that had thousands of hours of uh, Rockstar or whatever the heck. That that, that to me points to me like, well, I'm never going to do cloud gaming just because I don't have my own save file. I want like I can fine. I'll keep a. You know, I'll keep my save file on my own computer and make space for it. I don't want somebody else having it because look what can happen. You just lose it. I don't want to lose. Can you imagine playing a game for two thousand hours and losing it? That'd yeah, be heartbreaking. See, see I, I don't think like modern games are made for cloud gaming. Personally, I think I think cloud gaming should be like relics of the past, like just all old Nintendo games, all old Sega Genesis games, all like just be able to, I, I, that's where like, the archive of like defunct games should go like this cloud gaming service. So you can play games in the past because I think games should be preserved. And I think cloud gaming of old games would probably be the ideal way because it's not like you're losing thousands of hours because most games like reset as soon as you like turn it off, especially in the early days. I mean, like we didn't yeah. have like hard saves really until, you know, SNES. I'm sure, no. you know, Mega Man, you could type in the code. Yeah, to, yeah I was just going to say, it's like, to get back to you where you get were. to a certain point in the game and it would give you a code. And then when you start the game up again, you would put in that code and then it'd put you back to where you were. But I mean, that's a super archaic way of like doing, doing a, a save game. And like, you know, so I mean, like, I feel like cloud gaming has a place, but not for like current modern games. I feel like it should be like the archive of all old video games, old DOS games, old, you know, whatever. Just set up a native environment so they can work and they can be played and accessed. Because some people like retro games, and I think that would be, I mean, I don't know if it, the, the only reason it probably wouldn't happen is probably isn't enough money in it, and Nintendo would have to have their own for all Nintendo games, and Oh, well, it, Nintendo it, it would, this, would not. This is something Nintendo would yeah. never do. Nintendo's not doing because this. Nintendo could resell all their old games and people would buy them for the eighteenth time. So yeah. yeah, but I mean, I just feel like in an ideal world, that would be the ideal setup for a cloud gaming service, like retro games, being able to access games that just don't work on modern hardware anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, R.I.P. Google Stadia. I hardly knew you. And to I all future cloud gaming places that are definitely going to come up, uh, rest in peace. I will not be using you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rest in peace. It will not be working. Yeah, I, I have to have my own physical game. Like even if it's through Steam, like it's still on my hard drive. I can still access it. And, and Steam, if Steam ever goes away, that's going to be a real bad day. But I mean, like I don't. Still have to yeah, but you'll away. still have the download on your game. Like these people yeah. didn't even have the download of the game. Like beyond yeah. their save, they didn't even have the game. So does this guy have to go buy Red Dead again? Yeah. Uh, so he can have Red Dead. Well, so he can play it. It says Stadia is doing refunds. I don't know if they're refunding on like the cost of the hardware or refunding oh. the games or um, both. I, I have no idea. I don't understand exactly how it works. I didn't read into it because I don't have Stadia, so I don't super care. You don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Surprisingly, I enough. thought that's what you use. No, no, never, ne- never, gonna use a cloud streaming service as my main. 
<laughs> your main means of playing games. No. Well, uh, anyway, moving on, Rip Stadia. Uh, GTA 6 had a leak, and it showed uh, some some GTA 6 stuff. That it, the, the hacker also stole GTA 5 and GTA 4's source code. Along with 90, 90 different things from GTA uh, 6, whether that be source code, quick videos, f- images, added up to 90. And I thought that was like, I'm cool, I'm not cool with like hacking it, but it was cool for the person who did it. If you had a guess, David, how old do you think this person was? 16. What? Did you already know? No, I'm just guessing okay. 16. Yeah. That, that I mean, feel this. I would imagine Rockstar's got pretty heavy security going on, and this dude, this dude, a sixteen-year-old from the UK, hacked them, and got all this data. He's going to jail, but like that's a that's kind of like this guy's got a future ahead of him in cybersecurity. I would imagine like this is not, this this pretty much probably just gave him his life career. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. I thought it was really impressive that a sixteen-year-old could just infiltrate Rockstar. <laughs> it's just it's just bizarre all these like because uh, CD Projekt Red also was you know a big uh, had a big leak and someone stealing their source code for The Witcher and Cyberpunk and and whatnot like that's it's like what's it with these open world games that just they keep getting hacked for, for the studios that make open world games you know or all this I stuff don't know. I don't even know why you'd want to do it like what do you, like what are you trying to prove that you can I guess well, maybe that just that you can well they want to hold it for ransom for money. That's, oh. that's why they do it, um, and then you know, then uh, I think the the funniest and like also saddest, other than Rockstar getting hacked, is that <laughs> just your random nobody is on the internet are like, well, GTA looks like crap. It looks worse than GTA Five. I know it's, like, it's like, like super it's, early. It's like <laughs> they're showing them in like a and like a and like a, a like their their engine editor level with no textures. Like, yes, it's going to look bad because they're testing stuff. This is test footage. <laughs> the this game is, is four years away from release. <laughs> this isn't a trailer for an actual game. <laughs> Why would you think it looks good? Like, do you? I mean, it's just it's just kind of sad how little the average gamer knows about game development. I mean, I, I went to game design school. I, I've seen prototypes. I've seen how, You've seen how stuff. stuff goes. You know, I, I've had to, I've had to make stuff that looks ugly. I've done game jams where like, basically all you do is make, make the ugliest, most, most functional game you possibly can. Like it's game development's rough. And like, you know, sure. Like art and assets are probably made early on, but they're not implemented into the game till later. I mean, about the only time that ha- only time they kind of polish the game and make it look pretty early on is like if they're doing early access games. Mm-hmm. Like Grounded was like not feature complete, but it was like more or less art complete, except for other things they had. You know, Satisfactory has had multiple iterations of some of the buildings throughout its life cycle. They make updates to how it looks, you know, here and there. Uh, through its early access cycle. I feel like early access is the only time you have, like, a kind of semi-finished look to a game. But, I mean, even that, it's still iterated on before it finally comes out. Yeah. I can agree to that. I can I can agree. So it's just so, silly that all these people are criticizing the look of GTA 6. It's yeah, I don't, it doesn't make sense, but, you know, the world doesn't make sense anymore. I don't understand the world anymore. <laughs> well, you're going to explore more of the world soon, because you won't be here for our next yes. show. Yes next podcast i will not be here so anyway uh, i've gone uh 
trying to recruit some people to talk about Strange New Worlds. Hopefully Jeff Heller and uh, our friend Stuart from Trek Yards will be joining us. Uh, will be joining me, I suppose, to talk uh, <laughs> Strange New Worlds. Get some Star Trek. And then after that, we'll be doing Lower Decks Season 2. Or Season 3, yes. I'm sorry. And yes. uh, I'll ask them if they want to join us too. Is that we're gonna have a big, big old conversation? Oh, that'll be a big, that'll be a big party. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't know if they will, but uh, you know, I'll, th- I'll throw it out there. All righty. Well, on to the next thing. This is this one's good for, for good from uh, it comes from our good friend Randy Pitchfork at uh, Mr. Borderlands. Mr. Greasy <laughs> Randy Pitchford. Yeah, Miss. Yeah, that guy. Uh, according to him, Tiny Tina shattered. Their uh, targets for how much money the game was going to make. Surprising to you? Surprising to me. I don't know what shat- what he means by shattered. He didn't elaborate, but he used the word one, shattered. It, it sold more than one copy. <laughs> that was the projection? No, no I'm right, sorry. Get- it sold more than three copies, because you, <laughs> my wife, and I have it. More than once. <laughs> they should be coming to us. Be like, thank you. Thank you for buying the game. So yeah, that was just something I found kind of. It's it's a it's going to be a franchise now, and like normally, I wouldn't say this is a bad thing, but I've been burnt out on Borderlands since Borderlands Three. Personally, uh, Borderlands One was great. Uh, when they released Borderlands Two, it made Borderlands One feel like a tech demo because Borderlands Two goes back and fills in the plot of stuff that happened in Borderlands 1. It was brilliantly done. Handsome Jack was probably one of the best video game villains of all time. And then Borderlands 3, we get the worst video game villains of all time. The two streamers want to be... It wasn't funny. And then we get Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which was kind of a step in the right direction from a story perspective. Like, it wasn't as as star-fast as Borderlands 3, but also it just wasn't super memorable. Like, the new characters, like, just didn't resonate with me at all i don't know what'd you think <laughs> i mean yeah we've talked about this <laughs> we've talked about this like the the way they the way they structured like random battles are in this like <laughs> tiny little arena you shoot guys until they decide to let you out of the tiny arena and i'm like oh this was not like i mean in final <laughs> fantasy they just take you to a screen and that's the screen where you fight the bad guys but in a 3 first person shooter getting tossed into a tiny level to kill like a dozen or two bad guys it was just kind of like why i got the pokemon <laughs> battles yeah, yeah. Pokemon you ask me you ask me uh what do you think and i just say word for word exactly what you just said back to you <laughs> that's that's how you know we're on the same page yeah so i mean like i don't know i, I Borderlands. What do you think? If, yep, you said it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. So, um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm not sure how to feel about this. Uh, I kind of w- I kind of just wish they would like make a new Duke Nukem game. They bought the IP to it like a decade ago. Um, You're not getting that. You're getting more Borderlands, and I feel like uh, at least for you and me, we w- it will be a hold off and just not play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I want like super in depth reviews, multiple reviews. Uh, user reviews because I don't know, like three in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands did not do it for me. <laughs> Personally, I think all. I'm done. I think I'm done with Borderlands. I, I too, I, I've been burned too many times, and that's twice, twice too many times. Even the pre sequel, I didn't like the pre sequel either. Borderlands Two is the only good one. 
honestly like i didn't even make it through the pre-sequel i tried playing the pre-sequel twice and i stopped basically in the same place <laughs> about like <laughs> like three hours in <laughs> like it's right when you get to like the city <laughs> i think i was still on the moon <laughs> <laughs> oh man around. i was like yeah i was just like yeah um yeah so uh they struck the lightning only strikes once for them and that was borderlands 2 uh, just a quick one. Uh, E3 is officially back, and it's going to be an in-person event the same time in June uh, next year. They're back. They're up and going to get their E3s going. So hopefully Microsoft will join because Phil Spencer's always been a big, he's been a big dead. fan of it. E3's dead. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It's coming back. It is happening. I understand it's coming back, but E3 as a thing is dead. Sony dropped out. Um, yeah. So now Microsoft can take over. <laughs> well, no, but it was always the big three, and now it's yeah, like it was always a big three. now and it's then, like just Microsoft and like other Nintendo's game. not even part of it either. He well, just like, saying, they, like it's it's like Microsoft and a couple of game publishers. Like it's 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 everyone just do their own little events now. Like it, it's I, I don't know e, the E three luster is gone. When I was a child and I picked up a PC gamer magazine and saw E three stuff, I wanted nothing more. This is when I grew up to go to E3, and now it's like, well, E3's dead, and I never got a chance to go. You can go to PAX or something again. Well, I've been to PAX. PAX is great, but I mean, it's not It's not E3. It's not Come E3. On. Well, uh, as in the last piece of news, uh, Overwatch 2, man! Overwatch 2. Everything they're saying is making me not want to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> the game's oh. dead on arrival. <laughs> oh, PC. speaking of PC Gamer and how they... They fostered my love for E3. PC Gamer is like it was a review in progress, but everything they said in that review was eviscerating Overwatch 2 to the point where it's just, (laughs) I I don't have a quote or anything, but just go and read it. The prose in it is fantastic. Basically, they're they're just trying to bury Overwatch 1 alive. Bury it alive? (laughs) Well, yeah, because I mean, Overwatch 1 goes away this, this very weekend. Like, by the time this comes out on YouTube, Overwatch 1 will be no more. And Overwatch 2 will be out. And Overwatch 2 will be out by the time this goes live on YouTube. So We're, we're talking in the final moments of Overwatch. <laughs> this is the final moment. So I, I, <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad. Like, you know, I didn't ever want to play Overwatch 1 again. I was kind of done with it. But I, I decided to reinstall it. I'm like, I'm saying goodbye to a friend that died in 2017. <laughs> it's like you know <clears throat> if they would have just like kept developing for overwatch one and like made expansions because they never made an official expansion for the game if they would have just put out an expansion like every six months with a couple new characters a couple new maps they would have kept up the revenue stream like uh, the free-to-play battle pass system is utter garbage too many games have that now and it's, because it makes it's, the most amount of money. Yeah, but I, I think I think gamers are gonna get fatigued of it eventually. Like loot boxes, Hopefully. because like loot boxes was the thing. Everything had loot boxes, and then loot boxes went away. So now everything's pivoting to this. And so, well, hopefully- to be fair, I can I can play devil's advocate to that one because loot boxes in many countries are starting to get banned. <laughs> well, hopefully- most of Europe has loot boxes banned. <laughs> 
Like, you legally can't have them in games. Because <laughs> they're, so, they're seen as gambling. I don't know. I, I yeah. feel like Battle Pass is just as much gambling, because you have to pay to access it. But if you don't play enough, you still don't get all the stuff that you paid for. It's it's such a trap. It's such an wait, evil what? trap. Wait, what? So if you... If I spend fifty dollars on this battle pass, I don't automatically get everything like given to me. I gotta play too. Well, that's the point of the battle pass is to keep ah, you playing because you, you have to I don't have enough time stuff. to play all the I don't have enough time what what if you're what if you have like a real life and you got you can't just sit down and play Overwatch for eight hours a day. Eight hours Hopefully a it's day. It's not very hard. I don't. I don't know that. Hopefully, it, you can play like five, ten games and beat the whole battle pass. Because I don't. I. I don't. I can't not, imagine. That's not. I don't. I don't know if the experience is boosted if you've bought the premium battle pass so you can get through it faster. But you know, also just I, I, I've seen some YouTube videos of people you know breaking down what's in the season one battle pass, and like the end is this awesome Genji skin. It's on. It's one of the coolest skins in the game I've ever seen, and it's got you can. It's got a little bit of customization built into it. It's really nice. But I don't play Genji. I don't like playing Genji. I don't like when other people play Genji. I'm never, like, I will not try to get the, I will, there's no way I'd make it to level 80 because it's the last step on the battle pass. I don't like Overwatch enough to even try to do it on the free battle pass. Um, and I, I don't know, like, I don't play Genji. Like, it, it's not effort for me to play. There's only a couple of characters I like playing. And, like, May is probably going to get shafted again. She's probably never going to get an epic skin like that. And <laughs> neither is Symmetra. Like, the, like my two main characters are probably never going to get skins as awesome as that. So, like, I don't I don't know. Like, And they're putting, like, you know, the heroes are going to be on level 55 out of 80 of the Battle Pass. Uh, going forward after season one, because I guess they're giving away Kuriko because everyone bitched <laughs> that Kuriko is going to be behind the battle pass. So she's on step one now. <laughs> step one. Well, I did see uh, the part of the battle pass was shown, and they're giving away emotes that were in Overwatch one as part of the premium battle pass. <laughs> that's that seems so. The premium battle pass includes uh, emotes that were in Overwatch one that you could unlock. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, and, and the I, thing that, that. I think the most depressing thing is in Destiny there was like two lines to the battle pass. There was like the paid battle pass and the free one. It looks like in in Overwatch two, it's just one, and the only items you get if you're on the free battle pass is if it's classified as a white item. So there'll just be levels you get nothing on the free battle pass, and I'm like, that's cool. the most that's the most depressing stuff ever. Like. I, I wish it was two separate ones, like 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 Destiny. Like, and not that I'm saying Destiny's great or, by any means, but at least like it felt like you were getting something even on the free one. Whereas like the free one, you're gonna go multiple stages and get nothing in this battle pass. And like, yeah, I think Overwatch will do. Overwatch two will be okay for well, maybe six months. Then I mean, Diablo Immortal did fine. I mean, Diablo Immortal has made so much stinking money. I, I was wishing people would boycott that. And but the people who are whales, man, whales are freaking keeping that game afloat. Well, it still probably isn't hitting Blizzard's marks on what they wanted it to, but it's still making a lot of money. It's still making tons, way more money than it should. It, People stop. They should make zero stop money. Stop giving them money for please. Don't stuff. give them money. We get bad games if you give them money. <laughs> we get bad stuff. I want yeah, good stuff. I don't, I don't and like some people are arguing, well, it, it, you know, they need games. Companies need to make money. I absolutely agree. Game companies need to make money. 
let me buy Overwatch 2. I don't want free-to-play. Free-to-play is, like, the biggest scam ever. It's just niggling yeah. and diming you for everything. And then and then they make you feel and they make you feel bad for not playing because if you don't play, you don't get everything from the battle pass that you paid for. I'm just like, I don't know. It's I'm so oh. interested to see what's going to like we play and we get the we get the first battle pass. You you know, you you unlock all the you, new characters or whatever that's in that battle pass. We stop playing. We come back 8 battle passes later. What about those characters that came out during those eight battle passes? Do we know how we get those? I have no idea. Okay. Probably have to buy them. <laughs> we probably just have to go to the store. You probably and buy just them. have to buy them. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I they I think they've said there's going to be a way to unlock them. They have not specified as to how. I mean, monetization. I, I guess for free battle pass, maybe there'd just be somewhere along the line in like one of those spaces where there'd be a premium item that you can't get on the free. Okay. One. Got it. Because I mean, so like, basically, we don't have all the details yet. And we're just no. don't know. Don't it's know. probably not going to be good. Well, I mean, the game is fundamentally worse. It's five v five. We played the beta, and it was bad. Uh, there's also, um, like, re- is also like you know weekly tasks or monthly tasks or seasonal seasonal tasks that you have to do. Like, I don't know, be Reinhardt and, and you know block this much damage, or like stand on this area and shoot with this character. I don't like that the, stuff. I don't like that kind of stuff. I don't play Reinhardt. <laughs> well, that, but the thing is, like, every account's going to have stuff like that on it. So, like, there's specific tasks, and the, these tasks give you coins. So, eventually, after like, 16 seasons, you can buy <laughs> a premium <laughs> battle pass for free. And, um, and you can earn coins in game doing this stuff. And it's like, so basically, the 5v5 model already made the game kind of like a solo ish feeling thing because without two shield tanks or you know two tanks at all everyone's kind of playing more on their own or that's how it felt in the beta and now with these specific tasks that are to every account people are going to be doing more stuff on their own to get their tasks so they can own coins and not playing to win they're playing to unlock their crap that's in the battle pad you know see, see, see what I'm saying like I do a game that's team based and you're supposed to work together, they're de incentivizing that because of the way the the pay progression is working. It is every single piece of news they've put about <laughs> about this game has been like train wreck after train wreck after train wreck. I'm still gonna try it to see if it's any better than the beta, but I just complained for five I, minutes, I still am gonna play it. <laughs> I will try it, but I will not spend money on it. Well good luck to you, man. I don't know if I'm gonna play it or not yet. Well, we'll Brian, Brian doesn't. Go. Brian doesn't want to give away his phone number to Blizzard. I don't want them to record my voice either. <laughs> Unless there is like a like a toxic level. I want to get like toxic. I want to be top five hundred and being toxic. That's my goal. That would be my goal. Well, I just, I just, I just want to like troll people about the battle pass. That's 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 half of why I've been playing. Overwatch one. People are like you got oh. you got the battle pass, dude. I'm destroying you. <laughs> No, people was like, some guy was like, oh, I can't, I can't aim, please go easy on me. And I, and I was like, oh, well, uh, if you buy the premium battle pass, you can get aim bots. Oh my gosh. Uh, It'll yeah. be something. It'll be a good launch week, for just, sure. Just We're messing. excited. Oh, no, launch week will be error 34. Oh yeah, the launch week, we, nobody will be able to play, because that's what happens with all these types of games. <laughs> Any game you can't online, error 34. Can't play. Yes. 
Not allowed. Too many people want to play. Well, uh, meat and potatoes time. I think we're on to the meat and potatoes. Boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil and mash them, stick them in a stew. Can't stop. Yes. We decided to watch an anime. A real life anime. Well, not real life anime. A real anime. (laughs) I think this is... No, I think we talked about Excel Saga. So this is, I guess, technically a second anime. (laughs) This, so... Yeah, this is actually a real anime from Studio Trigger, and it is Cyberpunk Edgerunners, which follows Cyberpunk? <laughs> the Cyberpunk world? I don't know. Well, it takes Edge place in... Night City? It, it takes place in 2076, so it's a year before the events of Cyberpunk 2077. Yes. That's when it takes place. David, what would you rate Cyberpunk Edgerunners? Um, I'm gonna give it a ten. I Whoa! I, 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 I don't I I I have I have nothing to complain about. I can I just want more more of this. Uh, I've played the game, so like watching the anime, it's like oh I've been to this I've been to this block I've seen this place I've I've driven past these 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 windmills. I I've seen all this stuff. This is great. This is like wanting to make me play the game so much more and and because the game I mean because the anime has been so successful uh the game has like sold a lot more copies having a resurgence it's it's, it's got more people playing uh, I think than it's, ever. I, I think it's got more people playing than ever since since yep. launch and I think it's also beat out Witcher 3's most concurrent player count too like this anime is making Cyberpunk 27 shoot off the roof. And I never hated Cyberpunk 2077 personally myself. It was more like a death by a thousand cuts because the game wasn't awful. It just had a death lot. by duck bite. <laughs> death by a thousand duck bites. Uh, it was just full of little bugs. Like there was no nothing like one major thing that just made me stop playing it. There's lots of little things like quests not being as flexible as they, they, they seemed like. I had to do the one quest like six times because it didn't like the way I did it. I just had to bring someone's corpse out because I threw him out the window. It didn't count. <laughs> I, you know, I did a couple of things and like it, it wouldn't do. Like a lot, Lots of little things that just kind of... It was lots of crashes, lots of bugs, lots of having to restart quests because they would bug out. It just was a death by a thousand cuts. I really enjoyed the game for what I got to play of it, but... I'm waiting for the expansion to come out because I played the game at its earliest, and now I want to play the game when it's like basically finished to see like what the difference is gonna be. Um, Brian has never played the game, so he'll have a different feel no. on this thing. So, what was your take on on, on Edge Runners? I do think there uh, were a couple problems. I don't think it was the per- most perfect thing on the planet. But uh, that being said, this is still one of the best things we've reviewed. I think on. Uh, this good old podcast. I'm going to give it an 8.5. An 8.5 for me. So, for the same reasons that you said I can't follow, because I have not played Cyberpunk 2077, because I want it to be finished before I do play it. I'm looking forward to it. Now I'm even looking forward to it even more. The story for this anime is top tier. It was really good. Uh... That's pretty much where I always go to. Is this is this story? Is if the story is good, I'm gonna like it. I everybody loves uh, this aesthetic of you know this future thing, which is su- also super cool. The characters all are very unique and defined, and we learn about them. So it's not just like 
you see a character and you're like, oh, I kind of know who that person is. It's like, no, you know who these people are. It it felt kind of like the way we talked about Invincible, where we knew the characters. Mm-hmm. And everything had... Uh, everything had meaning to it, because... Apparently, I didn't know this. This is I thought like, you know, when I was watching trailers for Cyberpunk and all that, I was like, oh, maybe it would be cool to live there. I don't think it's cool to live there anymore. I don't really want to live in Night City in the future. I thought it kind of looks like a little bit dangerous. Didn't know it was that dangerous. And uh, also, anime for this. This is another, I, we also, I've also brought this up in the, in the past, is that, you know, sometimes you'll see anime and you're like, oh, that's for kids or because it's animation or whatever. Again, this is not for kids. I would say this is more adult than Invincible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely more adult than Invincible. I thought it was going to be even more adult than it was based on the trailer. Really? Based on the trailer for the show, I thought it was going to be more because they actually showed some like the worst stuff. Like I don't know how much more adult would you be able to. I mean, there's everything in here. It's not. <laughs> I know, I it's know. not I... holding back on many fronts. No, it's not. But I mean, like I thought, like the. the the trailer maybe thought like you know it would be maybe a little bit more adult than it was but um maybe more adult would you want it to be more adult i feel I, like I any any more adult is just kind of like being unnecessary cuz they definitely like you're getting into hentai the point you're of getting, being adult you're getting into hentai yeah i know you're getting into hentai territory there's a lot of nudity there's like sex toys and just die, people dying all the time there's it's, it's a very it's pretty an old adult anime well to be fair there's sex toys in cyberpunk 2077 haven't played it wouldn't know that <laughs> there's a whole shop but yeah it was it's a it's a good anime it's it is a good anime and i'm glad that uh companies that make video games are starting to figure out how to adapt their video game into another medium and it seems like after arcane said like okay it's we're not doing what we do you don't do live action video games they they never turn out and up until now it's still true but more of an anime-esque way because arcane's not technically an anime but this is so it's it seems like this is if you want a good adaptation for your video game Looks like anime is the way to do it. I don't Looks think like live action is out of the thing. I think just live action directors get too busy in their their own vision and the, telling their own story. It ruins oh, yeah. it ruins the product. Like it, it's nothing to do with. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with the live action medium. As long well, I'm as just saying, we have, it's, it hasn't been proven yet. We haven't seen any live action Detective, video game stuff that's proven that's good. Detective Pikachu is good. <laughs> it's probably the it's probably the best. Really? You're, you're gonna put you're gonna put Detective Pikachu on the same level as this in Arcane. <laughs> well, no, I, I'm I'm saying for for a live action feature, it is the best live action feature. Yeah, I'll agree to that. But I mean, <laughs> I'm st- like that's like hovering like seven. Like if I'm gonna rate that, that's like a seven or lower. That's not like any higher. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay yeah it was okay it's like a perfectly fine fun family movie it wasn't like stellar by any means but i mean like it works in the video game aesthetic it was live action and it looked amazing i mean i'm yeah i'm 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 fine with it i mean ba- it's based on a game i've ever played i've never played detective pikachu but uh for the i'm familiar with the pokemon world it was fine the reason I give I have to give this game such a high score is like this like I said, the story was fantastic. Really enjoy the stories. I love the characters. Um like I said, I, I saw I saw so many familiar places from the game, so there was like a nostalgia hit there. And um it it it, it 
is the perfect way to tie into an existing property without like just being fan servicey. Because Arcane like used Jinx, which is probably one of the most common. Everyone knows who Jinx is character, but also it didn't feel like the the game at all. Whereas like this sort of feels way more like the game. Like I mean, you got you know you're running on a cars. You've got like they got the mono wire. You've got like your arms with the either the blades in it or like the gun in it like you see guns you use in the game like it it feels like oh these are things i've seen in the game i've used some of these things in the game like i wanted to get this but i didn't uh you know the hacking like when they showed some of the hacking is like you can actually see the hacking mini game come the the call sound when they receive calls and they talk to each other it's the same sound from the game it's like it's just so many nostalgia hits from playing the game are coming and it works because it's how the world is built and that cohesiveness, even though it's different characters, and different story. I mean, really, Adam Smasher is the only character we get any real time with in the anime. That's from, you know, the, I'm sure there's game. other little cameos from the game, but like Adam Smasher is the most and he's only in the last episode, really. So uh, before we go any farther, I think we should kind of explain what this show is. So David, who is our main character wearing the yellow uh, jacket, yep, that you're in it. He is going to Arasaka School, I think. Yeah. I don't know exactly because I haven't played the game, but it's Ar- Arasaka uh, School, and he gets kicked out for him being kind of a delinquent, and he feels like he doesn't fit in. But uh, it was all part of the plan because his mom is working super hard to afford David a better life. And on, he joins, after a while, the school doesn't work out for him very well. And he joins this crew of edge runners who kind of are like the underbelly, like, mafia type of, they're just <laughs> type cyber, of thing they're going just, on. They're just cyberpunks. They're just trying to make a living in Night City. It's just... Yeah, they're just well. They're trying to make a. There's other ways to make a living that don't involve the the aggression that uh, they're doing towards people. Of but course uh, it of course it doesn't. There's no other way. This to make is money not like, I, like if I'm trying to make my way in Night City, I'm not going to be in this crew. This is this isn't the place, the first place I'm going. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, Brian? Why would you not join these outstanding citizens? Of these Night are City? not outstanding <laughs> citizens. They, they are though. You know, during this whole show, you get to the ending, the final episode, and you start to think to yourself, maybe they weren't that bad of people, and then you think back to, like, what the show was, and you're like, no, they were definitely, like, villains. We're definitely following villains here. They have their own story, which is very interesting, but they're not good guys. Well, that's the thing. Like, there are no good people in Night City. I mean, like, the the U.S. government is, like, kind of defunct like it, it's not as powerful as corporations like arasaka and militech i mean like the wars aren't between countries anymore the wars are between the corporations in this in this universe i mean they mentioned one of the ripper docs i believe mentioned like the third corporate war or whatever like like th- it's not wars between nations. It's wars between companies because companies are the all-powerful thing. Like this is how we are headed down. Microsoft acquiring all the video game companies. Like they're gonna get their own yeah, private yeah, army right. soon and go after Sony. Like it's this is like this is our future starting to become the cyberpunk future where all these companies are just <laughs> eating up smaller companies to become mega companies. This is the future of cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like the U.S. government is like a shell of its former self in this world. And 
the expansion has to do with you pledging allegiance to the U.S. Army. I guess they're trying to like bring down the companies to get their own power back in this expansion that's coming up. Well, this is definitely like Doomsday Night City, or this lore that they have here is like Doomsday. We this I guess you could say this is a way we're heading, but like. We're not gonna get here. I doubt we'll get here. There's hey, no way. Fifty-five years is a long time. We're we're yeah. We're I, don't, I don't know, man. It, I'll be happy if I'm dead by the time <laughs> this happens. I don't want to live in a world like this. <laughs> I mean, we're we're, we're we're heading down this path. I believe. I mean, like, I don't know if we'll be like that technologically advanced, but like that kind of corruption, we're. Oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll be there for the corruption. I don't think we're going to be there for exactly what's going on here. No, I, mean, I don't think Adam Smasher is going to be an actual thing. Who knows? Maybe it will be. But uh, I'm going to be Adam Smasher. I'm going to change my name to Adam soon. Yeah, hey man, if you want to go Adam Smasher route, you're going to have a lot of augments you got to do. <laughs> so special. I, I, some some things about the characters that are in the show. Uh, none of them make it so you you and i briefly talked about maybe there would be an opportunity for uh season two here i there would have to be something pretty much brand new because just about all the characters don't make it which makes i feel like that really impacts the story and makes it so much better because it's like they're not like oh well this main character can't die because they have to be in eight more seasons so you know it's like when you're watching Game of Thrones or something, you see the Jon Snow, it's like, eh, he's not really dead because you know he's the main character, he's, not, he's coming back. For this, the main characters aren't safe, and they die. Well, that's that's like kind of the whole thing with cyberpunk. It's like, like these people don't want, like at least the people who you know get super augmented and stuff like that, they don't want to live a normal life. They don't want to just, you know, work 9 to 5 or whatever. Like, they're the point of their life is basically to go out in the biggest blaze of glory as a cyberpunk as they can so their name can be remembered. Like, I believe there's a David Martinez drink in the Afterlife bar in the game. Because, oh, really? Like, That's usually, super cool. Usually when, 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 like, when someone who goes out in a really big, bombastic way, they get a drink named after them. That's super cool. I didn't know that. Wow, that's really cool. Like, I like, like that. There's so much, so many cool things like in in the game. Like Afterlife is like where like the big cyberpunks go. Like you know, you go to Afterlife as V in in the game. It's like a place you go relatively often enough. You can go there more, I guess, if you just want to enjoy the vibe. But there's quests that take you there a couple times. So I mean, like, it's, like I said, the nostalgia factor is great. Just like, oh, I've been there. I've hung out there. I've like you know talked to people there. I've done quests for people there. I've done it. I've done it all. Yeah. So, so we should talk about exactly what's going on in the story. We got got sidetracked here. So, uh, there, David, there's David's mother of... dies a, a horrible death, and some actually hold on accidents. before before we even get there. Before we even, uh, hold on, uh, man, I keep getting distracted because there's so much to talk about. So, uh, was there a point when you were watching this where it's like I'm in? Because for me, after that, the ending of that first episode, granted, it's not as powerful as some other first episodes. It was very anime-esque the way they did it because it is an anime. But the way uh, David and his his mom have an interaction at the end of episode one, it was kind of like I, for me that was it. I was like, I'm on board. That was done really well. Oh, well, was I, there a moment for you where you're like, that's I, it? I'm watching all of it now. Well, I I, I was I, I gotta say I was on board from the beginning. Like I said, I got that game nostalgia. So like hearing the phone calls, seeing the world, like oh, like and it brought to life an anime. So like I, I believe CD Projekt Red shared like oh, most of their assets with with the anime company, so they could make the game 
I mean, make the show was like accurate to the game, like the streets and the places. I it was it was beautiful, and like the animation was beautiful and and, and serene and and uh, <laughs> disturbing. It was great, definitely disturbing. That's for sure, great. definitely disturbing. So I uh, now I'll get to the story here. So David goes to school, gets kicked out of the school for having he, like illegal uh, malware. <laughs> Yeah, having malware and vi- viruses. They also speak in like computer, computer like when they're like, he's gonna like flatline or he's gonna uh, he, he's ha- he doesn't have enough like RAM in him or something. It's like they they like have this very like like computer speak to him. And I thought that's it is super nerdy, but like I thought it was kind of cool there. It, it's, anyway, it's, it's how the game is. It's it's just it's the the lore that. Oh really? I I thought that I thought that was really cool. Even though people that don't deal with computers or anything would think it's kind of cringe. Anyway, uh no, it's just set up there, for the war. It's just it's just it's cool. It it's cool. It is cool. It's cool. It's cool. So uh he's a cyber runner, he ends up becoming or and an, he becomes an edge runner, he's running all these jobs with these people, and he gets uh this like back augment. Now you're gonna have to fill me in a little bit here, but he gets a back augment where he ends up being able to move as fast as like the flash you can just, like he like slow down time it, it's 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 you can get is the, that that's a thing in the game you can get it in the game yeah okay so he gets he gets this from somebody that goes crazy in the first episode so the, so the it opens up with a cyber psycho murdering a bunch of people then then um max tech gets called in to take him out max tech is basically like the super police who, who deal with cyber psychos in the game so like uh, the police are bad enough in Night City, but these are like the like the super SWAT team. Like you do super not SWAT. want Max Tech called on you. You are dead. So he eventually <laughs> he does die because <laughs> what of you just said. And uh, David, our main character here, who's you as well, gets uh, the uh, this back augment that makes him go really fast. Mm-hmm. He uses it a bunch. And uh, it starts affecting his his brain here. He starts falling apart, and uh, he finds this this doc who has a Jamaican accent. And the doc is really cool. I like the doc. And he's telling him like, "Hey, David, man, you can't keep doing this." Ripper doc. Although this Ripper doc isn't the most honest guy. He never tell. He doesn't tell him about the meds he needs to be on. To, to no, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Is he, is he in the game? Or is any of these characters like? Besides Adam Smasher, I know Adam Smasher's in the game. Is are, are any of these characters in the game itself or not yet? I didn't visit every single Ripper Doc, so I don't know if this particular Ripper Doc is in the game. I don't know. Okay. So uh, he tell he kind of gives David a little bit of advice, kind of a little sketch. He you can tell he's this is a sketchy guy. He's not the main Ripper Doc from the story of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. There's like a a main one that's like your friend, kind of. Oh, but um, okay. But there's other ones you can go to for sure. So uh, after David uh, starts, he goes to the dock and he he doesn't stop using his abilities because the more you use your ability, the more you start going cyber cyber psycho. I guess you get closer to getting into that threshold of well, no coming back. Also, the more augments you have. That's also a problem. Yeah, that would also affect you. You're gonna have to like jump in here because, yeah, it's like this is like the opposite of like arcane and league for me. You're like <laughs> you played cyberpunk and I'm like getting it from a totally different perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool. It's it's really cool that you've got the perspective of just anime and I've got like the, yeah, I've got every, you got, everything. You got you got it all. Yeah. So uh, he he start he seems like he has the ability to uh, kind of take it. He's able to like start moving really do that do that like fast ability 
Because most people can, can only do it like two or three times, like a day. And like a, it, yeah, a and day. He did it like just... seven times without meds too. Yeah. So like, uh, Arisaka and Arisaka sees it, finds out. Yeah. Yeah. They he, they they find out, and that's where we're introduced to Faraday, who is voiced by uh, whoever the heck he, that guy is. You know, you you hear his voice, and you know he's from uh, Breaking Bad he's and he's, uh, he's the Boys. Yeah, he's the chicken man. I don't remember. I can't, I don't know his real his name. His name is like Gonzalez. He's he's got like a Mexican name or I don't said not like a standard American name. It's something some Hugo. Just, I don't know. Gestapo Frain is his character from Breaking Bad. That's that's what I know him as. Maybe that's what I'm trying to think yeah, of it. But Los uh, Romanos from each chicken man. He is the voice of Faraday, and they're trying to get a hold of David because they can see that David uh, has abilities of being able to handle this stuff. So that's mostly what the, the core main story is, but there are other other stories going on. And uh, we, we get introduced to our crew here. The first one that I'll note, because there's not too much to this one, I think he's the least amount is Falco. The only thing I really want to say about Falco is that he's voiced by Matt Mercer, and Matt Mercer is a wonderful human being. Uh, beyond that, I think you should talk about Rebecca because I didn't, I, I for sure did not see this coming that you were going to say Rebecca was your favorite character. But uh, tell us a little bit about Rebecca. Rebecca, like, has like augmented herself to just look like a lolly. <laughs> She's right. Oh, she's down here for you. Down oh, she's here. here. Yeah, she's she's really really small, and she's like super cute. Got crazy eyes, and she's cute. insane. And she is insane. <laughs> which cute. which is why which is why I love her. She's absolutely bonkers. She like will pull out like just giant guns out of nowhere, very anime style. And also like one of the things that struck me like early on, like this episode two or three, just the way she like delivered some lines, just was, like the in the most anime way possible. I don't remember exactly the line, but you know what I'm talking about, right? When he's like leaving the bar and she says something weird, and it's just like that's yeah. just that's just so anime. Like the the line delivery and the words and everything. It was like wow, that's. I definitely am watching an anime. <laughs> yeah, you're watching an anime. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I thought she was a fun character, and she was probably, honestly, the smartest character in the crew. Yeah, she was. Um, I to to make it clear, I like the entire crew. I don't think there's any characters that were in the crew that I was like, eh, I don't like them. They're all they're all cool in their own ways. It's just some of them are more of like, I like this person more than this person. I, I liked her most because she was the smartest person there, like by far. Like she should have been the leader of the crew, but due You're to crazy her, due to her lolly. No, no, I'm not crazy. I'm just I'm just saying because she's smart. Like no, she's. I was saying I don't think she can be the leader because she's kind of just like shoot everybody crazy type person. Hey, yes, she is crazy, and she she's maybe, not stable enough to be the that, leader. <laughs> but she's but she, but even though she's crazy, she's still smart. Like she she knows when to not be crazy. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't see her as a leader. I don't see I, her as the leader. Man. I, I I I just wish she was the leader because she was. She's. I I think I think the crew would have survived longer if she was the leader because she's she's got the smart. Like she knows how bad Night City is. Like this is when Dave he just knocks on her door. This is how she answers the door. Yeah, she's really she's she's got leader potential in that in that screenshot. Because I mean, she's smart. I mean, because she's like Night City's an awful, terrible. Ho- 
awful place. Like Brian was like, "Oh, I want to live in Night City one day." I'm like, "No, you don't." Like Night City is terrible. Like it's it's like a character in itself. It's just in the embodiment of corruption and and kind of evil. But it's just yeah, kind it's of like bad. you have to live there because that's where the money is. You know, that's it's a big city. That's where you know the jobs are. It's not it's not good. It's not pretty. It's just the way of life. And and she is smart. She knows how to handle that way of life because you know you, you don't know who come knocking. You better be oh, prepared. No, come knock. Yeah. yeah, she is prepared. Uh, Kiwi, uh, I don't think it's either one of us have like any connection to, but she is kind of like a double agent. She's working with Faraday and uh, the crew, and she's she ends up just getting screwed over by Faraday. Yeah, I, and... I, I, was, I didn't love her, but I was sad that she kind of ended up being like a bad guy. Yeah, she also ends up dying, so that's that's something that happens. Uh, the next Unfortunately, th- Rebecca's Rebecca's brother is the first to go. Yes, he, uh, he doesn't gets, make it. He gets killed by a pissing cyber psycho. <laughs> <laughs> the, dude, yeah, uh, the dude just has like six gallons of pee in his bladder, just as peeing, 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 and her, bro- her brother's like, dude, go pee somewhere else. The dude just like shoots crazy. him through the jaw, blows the top of his head off. Yeah, gone. Just like that. Uh, for one of my favorite characters, I, I wouldn't say I have like an absolute favorite, but one of my favorites was Maine. For sure. I don't know what episode it was. Five or six, maybe? But like his whole, like, he knew he was about to die and he's starting to go psycho and all that. I felt like he was the father figure, kind of. Yeah. Until like that moment. Then he's just like, it, it turned it. Oh, man. It was so cool because anime has a way of like, showing you something about what's going on like we knew he went psycho when like his glasses just like shattered well, it's no, like, like he, he's the, gone the the aesthetic throughout the entire show is when when people start having like eyes just, just yeah multiple eyes, eyes will show and, up and they just start flashing that's when you know they're going cyber psycho like it is a really co- nice touch that like without a doubt you know someone's going cyber psycho just because the way they did the animation it's 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 nice that I, I guess it's one thing you can't do. I guess you could like CGI their eyes like crazy or whatever in, in real life, but but uh, that little flair to the anime just makes it like oh. you can't get that. You can't get that in with real life CGI. It doesn't. It just wouldn't look right. It would yeah. look weird. Yeah, it would. It would play different. So I mean, the way it plays is really nice. And you know, cyber psychos are like the mini bosses in, in the game. They're like optional bosses you can go fight in the game. Oh really? That's because they seem really powerful. They yeah. seem they yeah. seem powerful. Yeah, they're. I think there's like one or two that like you have to kill as like part of the quest, and the other ones are kind of like just like main quests or like they're side content. You can go kill them if you want. You can ignore them if you want. Well, I would. I'm not. I think I'm gonna play quite a bit of this game when it's time. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna skip a whole lot because this anime is amazing. Uh, the next character is uh, Lucy. Lucy is also one of my uh, favorite characters. I don't. I just liked her, her vibe. I I, I liked I liked her vibe. Her character is like, like she kind of wants to go to the moon. She's just kind of cool though. She has like this whip, where she it's like kind of like a like a light uh, a lightsaber whip kind of. It's, it's called mono wire, and, and and the game classifies it as a sword. Oh, that's a sword, huh? <laughs> <laughs> It's it's cool. Like it it is kind of like a lightsaber, but not quite as powerful as a lightsaber. 
it's cool. Like I never used the mono wire, and like whenever I, I make a new character in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, I want to do a Lucy build. <laughs> a Lucy build. <laughs> well, because she's she's also a hacker, which is like probably one of the fun things that just makes Cyberpunk a little bit different from any other games. When you specialize in hacking, and like you know, cyber, you know, um, you know, attacking their implants, it's a lot of fun. And like you know, you can you can like kill people without like shooting a bullet like it's just kind of cool being that like, is kind of cool he got like just mind like, powers <laughs> yeah yeah but it's like all computerized and stuff like that and you, you see her using the hacking mini game which is actually in in the game oh, it's, so, it's so cool so cool i really cool. want to i really want to be uh do i want to do a lucy bill because i never used the mono wire in my first playthrough mono wire definitely looks really cool for sure so uh moving on a little bit here uh after main dies that's when kind of like there is no more side quests i think episode like six through ten is pretty much just like full-on coming at you with a story there's no like little more side quests it's kind of just non-stop action for them so this kind of comes into one of my problems is i wanted more episodes because it was kind of like non-stop action we didn't get to like it was it was i, I want to see just like an episode of just them hanging out like just roaming around night city like oh we have to go do this or we have to go do that this is like one of the first times and probably one of the only times you'll hear me say this is i want filler (laughs) (laughs) i wanted filler well so many things are just filler like so far it's just always going though it's just like the show is just going it's going at 10 miles it's going 100 miles an hour the entire time it doesn't (laughs) slow down at all (laughs) and then like so far rings of power has been like five episodes of filler pretty much Pretty much. Compared to Rings of Power, this is, like, on a completely different level in terms of, like, what's going on. Like, Rings of Power is extremely, like, slow right now. And maybe it'll change someday, but they are they are trying to build out. What even makes it crazier is these are only, like, 20-minute episodes. It's not, like, an hour where you have, like, oh, there's gonna be, like, a filler. Like, Rings of Power is, like, hour, hour a little bit over. like, an hour and, like, seven or nine minutes apiece. Yeah, so there is more time for, like, filler, but, like, it's all filler. It feels like it's all filler where these, where not even ten minutes of Rings of Power episodes are spent towards, you know, big power action moments. Where this is, these episodes range, I think, from about 20 to 30 minutes, somewhere in there, depending on the episode. And it's just, like, nonstop. Go 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 go! Like the first episode the is, is the is the most filler episode you get because it's just introducing you to That's David, introducing up. you to his mother, his mother dying, Arasaka, you know, meeting Lucy, like you know. And they do a good stuff. job uh, showing this relationship between David and his mother when uh, when the like accident happens. I was like, oh, they're not, they're not, uh, they're not gonna kill her. It's not a big deal. And then like the insurance like uh medical people come and it's like yeah here we go she's not obviously not gonna die and then they're just like she doesn't have insurance we're leaving well yeah that's <laughs> i was how, like oh my god that's, dude that's how night city is though night city's awful and like if, if you've got like the platinum package like they will try to revive you from as death as death can get sometimes it's it's bonkers like one of the first things you do once you're done with like the intro of uh like one of the first missions you go on in Cyberpunk 2077 is you're you're trying to save this this girl who's been kidnapped, and then like uh, once you get her out from like the area she's in, like her transmitter kicks back in, and like the um the ambulance comes and they just like put her body down. They just like, got guns on you. They're just like don't touch her anymore. Put her down. Like you know like okay okay you know it's just like bonkers like like when the ambulance come packing as much as the police do it's like it's a fun city (laughs) 
that's Night City for you. So yeah, that was that was uh, really cool nonstop action. Uh, one uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is the music. I like it, we were. I was at the time. I only watched like episode one. Maybe I was on episode two, and I text you because. We we don't really talk about too much. We know like we'll make the decision of what we're going to talk about when we get to a podcast, and we'll just message each other and say something like real quick, and we don't ex- really explain too much. And I was just like, music's really cool, and that stayed true for me the entire time. I was just like, the music was was great, fantastic. I want to find where like the like the soundtrack for the show is, and I'm going to listen to it when I'm doing stuff. But I thought the music for the show and sound effects were. Uh, really cool the music was really good i really like the music in cyberpunk 2077 as well like <laughs> i've been playing gta 5 lately and like most of the music on the radio is like I, I hate and like a lot of the music in cyberpunk i never heard before but it was really cool so yeah, like i kind of it's another reason i'm kind of like itching for cyberpunk because i'm playing grand theft auto and i'm like change the radio station change the radio station change it. like i don't like most of this music and cyberpunk i liked most of it yeah it's all really good <laughs> like in the, in the game and the show music was good too but the game also had some really great music so this is this one's a double-edged sword is uh the animation so there are certain times where this animation's a 10 out of 10 there is one scene that comes in particular where uh david is i don't know what episode this is and it's gonna be hard to explain but there's an episode where david uses his ability and they show it take place like he he like steps back because somebody's somebody's gonna hit him with a hammer and he like it's, steps it's the back first to dodge episode, it. It's the first episode after Maine dies, so that's like six, I think. Okay, so that's like six, seven, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm talking about then. So yeah. he like steps back and he like jumps over the guy and then he shoots him and they show it in like bullet time. <laughs> they show it in like bullet time and then the bullet time ends and then they show it in like real time. He's just like. Bruh! <laughs> and I thought that, that was like that super was super cool. That was cool. I wish they would have done that more. Honestly. Yeah, I wish they did that all the time. Every time there was an opportunity for them to do that, I wish they would have done it because that was that was a ten out of ten moment. It was really cool. But, I, I, I was I was I was definitely sad. I think they only did it that one time. They do do it that one time because I always looked for it after that. <laughs> that the uh, downside, though, to this animation is it felt incomplete sometimes. In the background, there was faces not filled out. Sometimes the animation, it was just, you can tell they needed a little bit more time to really get this perfect. But a lot there was times I noticed the backgrounds weren't fully complete or a character didn't have, like, even a face. It was just kind of like the body. Or there was sometimes like that, the background. I feel like that's just an anime thing, though. No, this, is, this one was a little bit worse than than your higher tier anime normally they'll have like at least the face drawn on these ones didn't have the face sometimes they were just like you could tell that they put them there it wasn't part of the background but they were just completely still if it was a little bit unfinished yeah i'm not that's not really a dig that's i'm sure they were they were against like super hard deadline to get this complete it's a very minor complaint <laughs> the game's floundering we need we need this out as soon as humanly possible it, they oh probably that, that's probably what was going on well, and no, it they, takes they announced the anime i mean maybe but they announced the anime before the game came out oh really yeah they announced so they've been it. working they've been working on it because this this like people don't understand how long it takes to do anime let's say it takes longer to do anime than it does to like film stuff like normally so it it's like it just they need a little bit more time 
like Arcane, we've ta- I've talked about Arcane's animation. I think that's the gold standard. That is my favorite type of animation. It looks amazing. They spent eight years doing that. It's not like it's not like they turned that out in a year or two. Well, yeah, it took a, a very long a, time. It's like a weird mashup between actual drawing and then like CG and then CG and drawing. It was like a bizarre, yeah, but amazingly beautiful type. But I mean, I thought Cyberpunk Edge Runners was a beautiful anime. I mean, like, well, yeah, it was. It was great. Like it, the main it is, characters it good. all looked good. Like, I mean, with anime, like the backgrounds, I could really care less because I mean, like, you're not supposed to be looking at the backgrounds, like the action. And I've seen other animes where they don't really complete like the characters in the background. Or they're just drawn dumb on purpose. Just oh yeah, no, you you are you are right. There, there, but this one was. I've watched a lot of anime, and this one was just a little bit more subpar sometimes. Which is, uh, I, that's the only thing. I, that's when that's all I have to complain about. Like the, you know, that the show's good because that's all I got. I got nothing else. <laughs> Other than that, that was like this show is just like it hits and checks all the boxes. So so, so that's if that's I'm... if that's what I'm coming to you and telling you that you know. The animation sometimes can be a little worse than what's normal. So I feel like, you know, this is the glowing review here. <laughs> is that what knocks it down a whole point and a half? Oh no, the point the the point is uh the point and a half mostly comes from I'm more of a I'm more of a fantasy fan than sci fi fan. And those are the two things like I'm generally probably going to rate a good fantasy show higher than a good sci fi show. It's just a preference thing. This is like this is about as high as you can get for a sci fi show for me. The question, are we ever going to get a good sci-fi, sh- I mean, fantasy show? Uh, no. No, probably not. Probably not. But when that day comes, I'll be a happy boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gave, we did get the original Lord of the Rings trilogy at 10, so I mean, that's, 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 yeah. that's good. But I mean, I don't know, like, I, I love, I love both fantasy and, uh, sci-fi. I'm probably more on the sci-fi end than the Yeah, you're more, you, you gear more towards sci-fi, I gear more towards fantasy. I, honestly... I'm not sure anything can hit a 10 for if it's just sci-fi for me. I'm not, I don't think, maybe maybe someday, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe season 2, if they decide to do a season 2 of this, because this is, you know, this we're pushing here, we're pushing here near perfect. Okay, well, once you play Cyberpunk 2077, come back, and then we'll see if you think the Edge Runners is any better. I will make a note of that on our uh, <laughs> podcast list, and I will do that. It, pro- it probably will raise it. I don't think it'll get a 10. I don't think it'll get a 10, but... Uh, we can revisit that. I don't know when the expansion comes out, but <laughs> whatever yeah, I, it does. I mean, yeah, we can probably talk about the anime again and the expansion once uh, once that comes out. Yeah, because then we can talk about the game as well. Because yeah. by then time, I'll probably have I probably will play the game. Because honestly, so, uh, I mean, Edge Runners is great. Like like I said, I don't have a problem with the story. I don't have a problem with the you know the really anything i mean it's just it was just so well done so many callbacks to the game from the sound effects the some of the music to the you know just the world the sandavistan you can get one of those if you want to yeah <laughs> i mean it's, i mean i don't think i don't think there's any like you can't get the stupid like you know uh cyber skeleton that's just that's not really a thing in the game but i mean it's a cool thing for the anime for sure it was it was cool to have someone who could kind of go toe-to-toe with adam smasher and like I, I was reading was an article cool. that people like are so mad about the anime, they're trying to kill Adam Smasher as early in the game as they can possibly can. <laughs> oh man, people, people! So uh, if we haven't been abundantly clear that we've spoiled just about everything so far of this show, I want to talk a little bit about what season two uh, could be because 
No one's alive at this point. Lucy, Lucy, I think Lucy is the only one of the crew of pretty much any main character that we have that survives. Oh, I guess season Fal- one. I guess Falco's still alive. Okay, they're not going to make season two about Falco. Let's be let's be <laughs> honest here. <laughs> Do a barrel roll. Pretty wrong, much wrong, wrong Falco. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but Lucy is the only one that survives, and she. I don't know. Maybe they were hinting towards something here, but I, did she, like, download David into her brain or something? Because the the final shot is her on the moon, and she's seeing David or, like, talking to him or well, something. Just, like, something's going just, on it's there. It's just a memory from whenever she... Oh, that was brain. a memory. Okay. Well, it's from the first or the second episode when she... Well, can you download... I don't... Well, no, I guess this is a question for you. Can you download, like, your consciousness into somebody else? Is that a thing? Well, I mean, maybe she got, like, a... A brain dance of him uh, uh, from earlier in his life because I mean the you kind of record stuff because I mean that's what Dave was doing at the beginning like when they when they captured that brain dance guy like that mm-hmm. the, uh, it's like people like can just scrub the last moments of someone's life and just like play it out and like experience the cyber psycho psychosis of in like getting shot and doing all this crazy stuff um, that's what the brain dances are and but I mean it's like from earlier in his life. Like, a, like a, at least a year before, so I don't yeah. know. If, like, I I think it was just meant to be like a memory because you know they they spent time on the moon in like a that shared brain dance they did with her. her gotcha. Moon, her moon okay. Program. One I, thing. I, I, one thing I, I forgot to point out. Actually, there. Uh, uh, David. Uh, before you continue on that, David ends up becoming like gets mains, uh, augments. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring that up, and then he that then he turns into like as big as main is from this little scrawny kid and then he like upgrades even farther and gets militex like top secret uh thing cyber, he pretty much becomes cyber a tank. skeleton yeah yeah <laughs> and the skeleton's so big it needs like these like repulsor drives to fly and adam smasher just destroys them and like oh man it's sad and then like adam smasher just falls out of the sky and just destroys lucy by stand like just falling on her just because he's so heavy and so big he just destroys her yeah That's adam really smasher sad. seems to be no joke no he doesn't seem to be a joke He's a, big He's a strong individual, because I thought David at the end there, he was a pretty much of a beast, but mm. uh, Adam Smasher is a little bit more of a beast. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Oh man, it was excellent, excellent anime. Excellent. Uh, it's, it's a pretty good game. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to play the expansion and see what the game feels like, you know, at its completeness, so... I'm completeness! Excited. So, David... <laughs> If they do, I mean, if it's another season, they could just do a whole nother, you know, a whole different crew doing their own different things. I mean, it's fine. Like you can do as many seasons as you want. Because I mean, because Cyberpunk started as a tabletop game. You know, people are just doing their own little crews in Night City, like as, as the backdrop of this universe, where you create your own cyberpunks and you do like a D and D type thing. So I mean, like there could be lots of. I mean, it's definitely lots of little crews going around. Yeah, I, well, I mean, like, for season two, that's what, what they will have to do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if they wanted to, you know, you know, I was kind of glad they didn't use a whole bunch of main characters. But I mean, like, Jackie is a really popular character from the game, and he he's not in the game for super long. It might be neat to have like an anime or what happens with Jackie before he meets V. That could be interesting, like his former crew or you know whatever. Like they could Jackie, I I haven't played the game, but Jackie is alive. Like everybody's alive. That's in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, right? That's they're yeah. technically alive. Well, yeah, because okay. it's only a year, yet. right? 
Yeah. So I mean, like, like okay. you know, the other Ripperdocs could be, or they're kind of. Oh, they're around. Doctor. Yeah, they're around. I mean, like you know, they could do. They could go earlier. I mean, they if they wanted to, they could probably do like a Johnny Silverhand story if they wanted. To, like, also do. I don't think they'll do that. Right? I mean, like, uh, he's that's probably a little bit too you expensive. Can, you can do like whatever. I mean, they, there's tons of stuff they could do. I mean, honestly, if they just do another crew like this, like that would be that would be fine. Like, cool. A whole. I mean, I'm I'm be there for it. Also, uh, the the world building in the anime, and uh, probably the game too, is super good. It feels lived in. It feels like time and effort went into the details, the the way it looks, the the vibe, the the lighting. It all it all makes you feel like like this. You're like you're there. You're part of it. You're in the world compared to something like you know Spider Man, where an apartment building falls and the only person dies is. Is Aunt May, so yeah. I like that. Like that. That was the most like not lived in New York City I've ever seen in my life. For it's, <laughs> it's it's Spider Man. It's like you didn't see anybody except Spider Man in it. Anyway, uh, yeah, totally different. That's like a zero out of ten, and this is a ten out of ten for for world building for show. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's. I, I I'm actually excited to go back and watch this anime again. It was just so good. Yeah, it was really good. I think uh, before we before we close it out, I think I don't know. I feel like the past watching this watching this terrible B movie uh, that we watched that we podcast about last time, and now watching an anime. Both of these things that we've talked about, we've really enjoy, we enjoyed doing it a lot. So I don't know. Maybe we'll start adding anime, the cool animes we see. I don't know. Who knows what's going on here? But both of both of them, I've I've enjoyed quite a bit. So. Who knows what the future holds? Hopefully, more I, cyberpunk. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I really hope they make another cyberpunk anime. That would be mm, fantastic because it's this is the way to make a tie-in. Honestly, like I, that's partly partly why I didn't like. I didn't understand why they make a League of Legends show because, like, how is it ever going to tie into the game? Because the game doesn't even make any it's sense. Not, it's not ever going to tie into from, the tie yeah, into the, the show. The game doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, it, there's no way you can, you can. All you can do is like make stories about the characters that are in the game. And well, something. there's there's two sides to League of Legends. There is there is the game that they built up and they have that's this you know super competitive MOBA. Where there is no lore, there is none of that in the game. But then there's also the side of they have a card game that has the lore. The, all characters have very deep stories and lore to them, it, equal to stuff in Cyberpunk. They all have very intense yeah. stories. They just don't have anywhere to tell them. So yeah. they have to just invent a medium to do it because you can't do it. There is no tie into the game. It's just a competitive five v five game. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's what I mean. Like that's why Cyberpunk is like the way to do it because yeah, because it, it ties they, into itself. They, they made the game. They looks like they shared like all the assets and like screenshots, like pictures of what the world looked like to the, the anime studio. Anime studio used those as reference to like build out where things were going to happen, you know, in the anime. And like it's all places like I've seen or been to or like um, I think some of the apartments are, are now buyable. I haven't played the game since they added buyable extra apartments, so I'm, I'm excited to try try those out. You want to buy think, an apartment? Because I think the apartments you buy are the ones like that these characters use in the game that they're dead. Oh, in. okay, gotcha. Yeah, I think I think those are the, some of the ones you can buy. The ones from the and that's <laughs> cool because they are dead now, so they're free. They're for rent. They're for rent. <laughs> yeah, so um, 
I think that's what some of the new apartments are that they add. Because the game, when it originally launched, you just you just have the one, and you can't really buy any other ones. Can people play it about that? So I'm excited to see the other ones in the game. Yes. Yes. God. Well, it was good. Uh, it's it's closing just thoughts. it's just so rare when we get to talk about something. I mean, I guess like we did talk about Lord of the Rings recently, so like it's nice to have something to just like gush about. That's just like, oh my god, it was so good. Like, yeah, really... recent recent uh, we've we've been finding kind of kind of gems here for the for what what to talk about. So the stuff we've been talking about has either been good or fun to talk about, rather than you know. That's why I think it's a good idea to, that we're kind of going to stray away a little bit from Marvel here because everything it's the same thing over and over again. It's like it was fine. Here's what we didn't like, and then the last five minutes is here's what we liked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I like to give honest opinion about things, but so many things lately have just been kind of like not great. So well, give we honest opinion. I'm never going to not give an honest well, opinion. Yeah, I'm, I'm never going <laughs> to lie. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, we're not we're not sponsored by anyone. We're not telling. I don't anyone. care if I'm sponsored or not. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm not say gonna lie. I like I'm, something. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to say I like something. I if we ever did get sponsored. I would never shill a product. I wouldn't. Even, I don't even really want to get sponsored because I just burn that bridge immediately. Because I don't. There's not really any corporations I like. Maybe Steam. I do like Steam. Gabe. Gabe's pretty cool, but I don't think Steam sponsors anybody. So, I don't think so. That's, that's our goal. We're sponsored by Steam. Yeah, it's good stuff. Sponsored We're sponsored by, by Valve. <laughs> yeah, because that's 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 the one thing we believe in. Because we're we're Steam customers through and through. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, uh, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, watch it. Absolutely. Watch, watch Edge Runner. Watch Edge Runner. Play the game. I mean, be like us and wait for. Maybe the, don't play. Maybe don't play the game yet. Maybe maybe wait like a couple more months and then it'll be the best it'll ever be. I don't know. People are liking it. Like I said, it's 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 making new big sales. It's. It's well, sure, but it's, it's, it's because of the anime. The game yeah. is going to get better the next huge update that they're having. So, I mean, yeah. you know, pick your poison. Jump on the hype train now when the game seems to be it's pretty good, or wait a little bit longer and then the game will just be better. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm waiting. Even though I've got such an itch to play it because the anime was so good. Yeah, I have, I have an itch to it's play it too. But I gotta hold strong. Yeah. Hold strong, man. <laughs> hold strong. I gotta keep being Trevor and doing stupid things as Trevor in GTA Five because I never <laughs> played the game before. I'm finally, finally really playing it. <laughs> For some time, you're only like twelve years late. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, well, not I, ten. I don't know. Like, I, I, I've kind of liked playing these games super late because, like, I beat God of War. And then yeah, there's... Ragnarok's right around the corner. Like I waited twelve years for G, you know, before really playing GTA Five. You know, maybe GTA Six will be out before twelve years. You know, I'm I'm at the halfway point, maybe, maybe beyond the halfway point between games. Who knows? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When you're gonna play. Well, there's a whole like there's a a bigger and bigger group of people be- considering what comes out nowadays is like games are never finished. Is patient gamers? There's like a whole there's the whole thing on Reddit. There's this where they, at minimum, will not play a game released a year after it comes out. So if a game released today, they wouldn't play it for one year at minimum before they even consider buying it or downloading it or anything. Well, you and I are like that, because games that come out on uh, Epic first, we have to wait a year for anyway. We yeah, are, I know, right? We are Steam users through and through. <laughs> through and through. But yeah, I think that that's like a bigger and bigger movement that's starting is like, don't even... When a game comes out, don't even bother buying it because it's not complete. <laughs> it's well, that's... I mean, and and I, it feels more and more like Epic is like the beta 
the beta grounds so we're like you know yeah well it's i mean it's not even epic most games that come out are like that that's true but like most games we've we've waited we waited a year to play borderlands 3 it was terrible waited a year to play tidy theater state underlands was also kind of bad it was okay it wasn't it wasn't terrible it just it just wasn't fun Yeah. Um, so I mean, like, I can't even... imagine playing that by yourself. Can you imagine playing Tiny Tina by yourself? Couldn't do it. No, no, I, I can't. Do can't. It. We played that as a, a three of us. So I, yeah, I can't imagine playing that by myself. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, even even games we have waited a year for and played haven't been great. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, you well, know, it's like, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. It's um, all about money. Yeah. So. uh Waiting. Watch Edrunners. Yeah, watch, watch Edrunners. Absolutely. Yes. Cyberpsychosis out! <laughs> Email David at at yahoo.com. Indeed. Anyway, answer your door like this if you want to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Until oh, next time, man. guys.